Verdant North, the Minisodes. We try to answer a question and address a topic at your request. With us today is Wooly Time Dan Hudson, now softer than ever on your feet, and your host who likes toast, Shady Lady Caroline Hallstrom. Hello! Welcome to Verdant North Minisode. Do 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 do. We've got questions and answers and topics to chat about. How does that feel, Dan? That sounds like a great episode. <laughs> Let's do it. I like your optimism. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Randy, hit us hit us with a question. Question from Margo. Do you know why my new fiddle leaf fig has a reddish brown spots on it? The answer is without a question. Maybe. I'm sorry, without a picture. <laughs> I meant to say picture, not question. See what I did there? <laughs> I was like, wow, she's confident. Wow. I thought you were going to be like, without a doubt, no, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can only postulate. Yeah. Because, is that the right one? Maybe Conjecture? Is that? Speculate? I think speculate. Opine. Hmm. Pontificate. <laughs> Reminds me of the Pope. I was going to say, is she the Pope? <laughs> Welcome to Verdant North, the podcast about words that mean the same thing Plant pope. synonyms uh anyway why does your fiddle leaf fig have reddish brown spots okay so fiddle leaf fig ficus liatra is a prima donna for sure and typically if you have brown leaves it's going to be like a watering issue but that is usually there's going to be some yellowing the, sometimes it's going to be too. on the edges yeah. without a picture it's going to be hard for me to tell the only clue within your sentence margo that has me a little worried is you said it's like a reddish brown spot and you said reddish brown spots which yeah. i'm thinking fungal or bacterial Bacterium. yeah did you get this at a big box store margo she says Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. No. You have the Ouija board out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't ask her. I should have asked her more questions to try and help with this more. Um, but if you need to take some pictures and yeah. talk to your local extension office, um, I think that it's safest to say that if it's on a few leaves, take those leaves off. Yeah. And destroy them. Put them in the garbage. Wash your hands. Don't touch them to other leaves and spread it around or anything. And that way, if it is bacterial or fungal. Or something contagious. Or something contagious. Yeah. You're not letting it just infect the rest of your plant. Yeah. Um, also, very highly recommended for fiddle leaf figs are to let them have a summer vacation outside in your shady backyard or something uh, like that mm. they just really rejuvenate and can kind of overcome a lot of the stress from being indoors yeah 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 especially if you're outside in a moisty place like minnesota mm-hmm. they like that biz <laughs> Those ficuses. Ficus. Um, there's a lot of ficus groups on Facebook, actually. I've what? Fiddly fig ferns. Fiddle. They're not fiddly ferns. Folk? They're figs. Friends. Ferns. F- fern friends. <laughs> fig and fern friends. Fig friends. Fiddly f- fig and fern friends. <laughs> <laughs> fiddle leaves are real big in the in the ficus scene. 
Um, but there's groups and you can post a couple of pictures of exactly what you're looking at. Because if you're looking at That's little, little tiny specks, you might have insects look a lot closer and look at the veins in the underside. Yeah. But if they're like patchy spots, not up against veins and they're more rusty red color, I think you got some kind of bacterium. Yeah. I feel like especially if it's on the underside of the leaves, for some reason, I feel like that's where yeah. that stuff kind of shows. It's like fuzzy and stuff. Um, Post a picture. I mean, it, without yeah, without without seeing it, it could be really anything. Sometimes, like uh, if if your neighbor was spraying a chemical spray or something, or it could be anything that kind of like if it spots here and there, mm-hmm. if something like drifted over and like oh. landed on the leaves. That would you know, like that would make sense if it was spots. like on one side of the plant you see a bunch of stuff, or if you had it outside and now you have this mm-hmm. issue. Bacteria stuff is a little bit harder to get over for your plant than um, like a one-time yeah wound. Yeah, if your plant is small enough to look at the roots, you should tip it out and take a peek at the roots because that will help mm-hmm. you determine if it's just a watering issue and not a big issue with. Uh, Disease. Disease, yeah. Disease pressure. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think that's probably the best answer we can give with the circumstances. Yeah. And they're just, they're just tricky. They're we'll just... say a prayer. <laughs> prayer plants are a different kind of plant than a fiddle leaf fig. Gosh, Dan. Okay. Um, yeah, if you want to send us a picture, you sure could. There's um, other sites that are like highly specialized to fiddle leaf figs, though, and yeah. they may have some very specific products for you as well. That's my guess. That's my answer. Yeah, I think that's a good one. All right. Well, we got a couple of topics to discuss today for our mini soda as well, Mr. Dan. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I would love to go first. Well, talk to me about I I think you were responding to a request by a dude named Casey. Well, well. I, I hope I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about hops. Hops. What are they? What do you do with them? Bunnies do that. What's up with hops? What's the deal with hops? Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> so hops are a plant. Okay. That is that is that's where um, you get the hop cones that are used in beer making. God, that's right? cool. It's a plant, and you use it to make alcohol. Uh, you use it to flavor the alcohol. Okay. Or to add bitterness to your alcohol and some flavor. I like but talking yeah. about plants and alcohol. We should do a podcast about that. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be it. That would be a good episode. <laughs> We're gonna get tens of likes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these are these plants have been getting more um, notoriety or sort of like more exposure mm. in the just like regular gardening world, um, just for being an interesting plant to have in your garden because they are very robust growers. Mm-hmm. They grow straight up. If you've got like a little, um, they need something to grow on, uh, but provided that you've got that, they're pretty reliable. They look really good mm-hmm. um, and they don't go too crazy out of control. Like if you wanted to grow Virginia creeper, like everyone probably does, should, <laughs> that can get out of hand and that can cover the side of your house before you know it. Hops will never do that. Nope. 
uh, they're not able to for one. Correct. That's like, you know, they a regular person learning to fly just can't happen. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not talking about getting your pilot's license, but anyway, if you've got like a string or like a cable or something, right. Something for them to like climb up, mm-hmm. uh, or even a chain link fence they might do. I feel like there you might, they might be a little bit overgrown unless it's a really tall fence. They like to grow tall. They like to grow like 10 to 20 feet. Dang. Yeah. You kind of need some, you need some height for them to climb up. Um, but if you've got that, they're a cool, cool plant to have. Now, one of the things that you will probably come across is like, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a, this is a, a little factoid okay. that I always feel weird saying because whenever you say it, people go, oh, my God. What the <laughs> Just shut the up already. But anyway, so technically speaking, hops are not vines. Yeah. They are binds. With a B, like B as in boy, bine. Bine. And it's like a botanical distinction. But a vine is a plant that has some way of attaching itself to another surface. Like little tendrils that curl around stuff. Yeah, so like if you look at a grapevine, it has these little tendrils and it grabs stuff. Mm -hmm. Or if you look at Virginia creeper... Or like a Boston Ivy or whatever. Some of these other plants, they'll have like... A cucumber even. Yeah, they'll have like a little... They'll have sticker pads. Or they'll have like little tendrils. They have some kind of appendage that's going to grab onto stuff. Okay. Hops don't have that. They just wind around things. Oh, they cut to the chase. I'm going to wind my whole body around you. (laughs) By body, I mean plant bits. Yeah. So technically (laughs) speaking, they're not vines, but we all call them vines anyway. Yeah. Okay. Because if you don't, you're just a dork. Uh, anyway, so hop, Dan, uh, we're dorks. Yeah, we are dorks. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you're planting them, uh, actually, I'll say this too: if you're going to get your hops, I would recommend getting them from a homebrew shop. Oh, absolutely! They have way more varieties to choose from. Yeah, you can get like rhizome usually in the spring from mm-hmm. a, from your homebrew shop, and then you know what variety you're getting. A mm-hmm. lot of times, if you get it from like a garden center, it'll just say hops. Yeah, like, garden okay, well, centers and big box stores are going to have more ornamental style stuff. Yeah, and if you want to brew at home, you know, go for the good stuff. Go for some Chinook. Uh, you know, I would say even if you don't, because once people find out that you're growing hops in your yard, mm-hmm. someone you know is going to be like, "Oh, well, I, I like to make beer, and I would like to have your hops from your hop plant." <laughs> and you'd be like, "All right, I'll hook you up." But otherwise, you'd be like, "Oh no, it's it does. You can't use them." I would never, I would never give somebody the hops that I had because, <laughs> like, harvesting them is a pain. Yeah, I've it done it. Pain. I've done it with the um, the local hops growing organization, oh. like the commu- the co op. Gosh, what is it? There is a group in town that grows hops. Okay. And it's like beer brewers. And so they have collections of all the different varieties and they do little community gardens. Um, Mm. So there's like one in Longfellow. There's one in Uptown behind Fair State Brewing Company. And so they'll usually have the different uh, things, the different binds labeled. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to use your word. It's just so dorky. I feel stupid when I use that word. Yeah, I feel like I have a stuffy nose. Yeah. 
Bide. That's like I just came off the croquet court, which I love croquet. So I, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have a problem with the word, but. Anyway, um, yeah, so they have them growing up on um, tethers tied up to like, as they're as tall as a, like, Telephone pole. Telephone pole, exactly. This tall as a telephone pole, and then they grow up a cable, so they cut the cable down and collapse the whole plant, and then you go through and pull out the flowers, because the hops is a flower. Yes. So in my backyard, I have um, centennial hops. Mm, That's a good one. Uh, Pretty common, and my husband doesn't pick them anymore. I tried to make my husband like gardening. It didn't work. (laughs) But... It doesn't matter because the hops are very vigorous and cover yeah, a fence for me. And then they're full of flowers, which are really good for pollinators. There's lots hey, of there's different... there's a win. Yeah, there's lots of bees and bugs that love hops. So I'm cool with it. Uh, I have it growing on my fence and there's a neighbor behind us. And she like came up one day and was like, um, excuse me, what is that plant growing in the corner over here? Because my son rubbed up against it and his skin is turning a little bit red. And he told me it was a tomato. And I was like, oh, it's it's hops. I'm sorry. I don't I don't think it's hard on your skin it's but it the whole plant has a little bit of bristles to it it's not like mm. nettles like stinging nettles right. or anything but it's there's nothing smooth or yeah, yeah. it's a rough it's a manly rugged plant yeah, yeah it's got five o'clock shadow all over yeah, that's, that's a good way <laughs> like to put the it. stem has little bits of um like little it's not spurs or thorns it's just kind I of bristly trichomes no, that's like what the hops hairs. trichomes. No, those are just cones. Oh. Hop cones. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. The little uh, hairs, like tiny little plant hairs. Yeah. Well, yeah. these these bristly little hairs, I think, help as the plant winds itself up yeah, poles and fences and ropes stuff. and stuff. Yeah. 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 So the kid's fine. Um, but that's the only time I've ever spoken to that neighbor. And I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> Malevolent uh, plants. Look and see if your community hops growers can hook you up with a bunch of hop varieties so you can pick one that you like before you plant in your yard. Yeah. And I feel like I would say if you're going to have a, a bunch, mm-hmm. I feel like just get several of the same variety because otherwise there's no way you're going to remember what what they are. Well, or you could stick up, you know, a, a sign. Yeah, but there, I feel like... You know, Write I've, it down somewhere. I've tried it several picture. times and like it never, it never works out. Even if you write it down somewhere, you're going to lose the piece of paper. I would have not agreed with you for that reason. I would have agreed with you for the reason that it takes a lot of hops to brew beer. It takes a yeah. lot. When you buy hops, they're cheap and they're pelleted, so it doesn't look like a lot of volume. But when you're working with fresh flower mass, it's a lot. Yeah. And it's not like heavy or anything. It's just big and awkward. And it took a long time to pick off all those little flowers off the bristly little binds. Yeah. So you probably want many of the same. Just so you can have enough to like brew something. Yeah. 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 That's actually, that's a good point. And when you're growing hops for not just pollinators, when you're growing hops for yourself, you're going to plant your rhizome and you're going to trim back to about one or two shoots total instead of letting it have like 20 different shoots shoots come out. Yeah, a bunch will come out. Yeah, you you want to clip them them down. Yeah, you want to focus its energy 
and not let it just free range. Mine right now, free range, unkempt. (laughs) And my husband cares not. So... Uh, but you can you can cut up the rhizome, share it with your friends. You can even yeah. do cuttings and root them. Like the plant's pretty they're easy cool. to do anything yeah. with. So. Yeah, they're very strong, vigorous, yeah, vigorous plants. So check out Northern Brewer and see if they have any good rhizomes. Yeah, they should. If not, then you'll have to pre-order for next year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what do you have anything to add about hops? Uh, not particularly. No, that's a that's a pretty. I think, we, I think we covered them. Yeah, we talked about hops. It was good. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, this is kind of funny. We're trading places. I'm going to talk about a tree topic. <laughs> yes. Normally, tell me more. Normally, Dan does all the trees, but a friend of the pod, Mina, requested um, addressing pine needles because um. she writes. Pine needles are driving me nuts. I either need a way to clean them up easily or I need to plant something under it so it can auto mulch. So Mm. I started checking out pine needles. Um, Did you know that when pine needles fall on the ground and they're collected to be mulch, it's called pine straw? I had no idea. Yeah, they call it pine straw. And you can actually buy pine straw. People actually purchase needles there's tree needles which is kind of cool um i also wanted to point out the fun fact that um pine needles are actually on the the tree for two to five years so those needles are a little old (laughs) and when the needle is no longer used it'll still stay on the tree for like a year after it's not being used okay so a healthy tree will lose pine needles from the inside of the branches to the outside because the outside is where the new growth is. So that's younger needles. Closer to the trunk is where the older needles are, and that's why... They're not getting the light. Yeah, they're not getting the light. Plus, how old is this tree? Like, the needles are only good for so long. They're only good for a couple of years. So Then you got to trade them out. Yeah. Get some new ones. So that's kind of cool. Um, but if your pine tree is losing needles from the tips or from the entire tree all at once, that is that's not a good story. sign. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's the case, uh, get that checked out. <laughs> your local <laughs> extension office can help out or an arborist. Um, but as far as planting underneath a pine tree, you know, keep in mind that it's low light, right? Yeah. And it's dry because that tree is drinking up all the water. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> Sorry, I love that movie. That's the pine tree sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> My husband's been doing that. Like I don't know. We must have both watched it recently. It's a good one. Um, yeah, okay. So you're... you're Pine needles are driving you crazy. You can you can rake them up and use them as mulch for free. Mm-hmm. You just have mm-hmm. a mulch factory in yeah. your in your yard, and you can use those on veggies. You can use those on flowers. It's it's nice because it's the kind of mulch that doesn't run off of a slope easily. Ah, uh, and okay, and it doesn't break down quickly, so yeah. you don't have to remulch nearly as often. Um, 
So underneath the pine tree might be a little bit acidic as far as soil yeah. pH goes. Um, pine needles are going to, it would take a lot to influence the soil pH. So you shouldn't worry too much about pine needles being a little bit acidic Yeah. in nature. Um, and if they are, you grow, grow a blueberry bush or something. I was thinking about that. Or moss. Like, whoa. But it's going to be dry under a pine tree because it doesn't get rained on and the tree is sucking water from below. Oh, that's true. It's so thirsty. So Drinks the milkshakes. It, <laughs> the moss milkshake. Okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's not the best idea. <laughs> I would skip moss, but what about ferns? Mm, brilliant. You, you could do ferns. Brilliant. You could do some uh, perennial geraniums, like okay. actual geraniums, not pelagoniums, which are the like old lady geraniums you yeah. stick in your window box. I'm not no shade. I'll plant geraniums every day. I don't care. But like they, uh, actually, have so much color to them. <laughs> they're so vibrant. Geraniums. But they're one of those flowers. that's just like hard to replace. Actual or like I think hardy geraniums are also sometimes called cranes bill. Um, oh, okay. But the actual geraniums have like flowers. Like woodland geranium. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. in like whites and pinks and purples. So you could plant those under there and, you know, knock the pine needles off of them from time to time. But they'll be fine. They'll just be mulched. You <laughs> yeah. could do ferns and let the let the pine needles fall where they do. Um, columbine flowers. Sure. Would do okay with a touch of acid and some mm-hmm. dry shade. As well as coral bells. That was what, that was the group of plants I thought would be okay to plant underneath and let the tree just auto mulch. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's a good spot, you know? Yeah. I kind of want. As long as it's not like covered over by the branches too bad. I kind of wish I had free mulch growing in my yard because. (laughs) (laughs) Scoop it up. Yeah. Scoop it up. You got it for free. Throw it in the bag. Um. Other than that, the easy way for you to pick that up would probably be rakes. And then there's these like big paddles you can get that are like big hand claws, kind of like Hmm. big salad tossers. Yeah. (laughs) And you can grab a huge handful of pine noodles at once and throw them in a yard waste bag. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like as long as you keep them dry. In that bag, they'll keep for quite a while. Yeah, you want to dry your pine needles out before you use them. Mm. Otherwise, they're just going to get a little fungus Rotty, yeah. Which happens. Gross and stank. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of stank, I think it's time to get out of here, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Randy, roll the credits. Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find us online at adverdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at adverdantnorth. And like us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. You can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. Listen to Verdant North on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Please like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. We always get more help whenever you share or talk about us or even talk to us. It just makes us more present. So please give us a listen. Share to your friends and family. Anybody who loves plants, you'll love this podcast. <laughs> if you would like to contribute to Verdon North, and you can donate to us at ko-fi.com backslash Verdon North. That's ko-fi.com backslash Verdon North. And if you want to shout out to friends or anybody who else listens to the podcast, donate to us and, you know, share a message and we'll put that out there for you.
Send us a couple of dollars and the message you'd like to convey to that special person, and we will read it on air. That's pretty great. Here's an example. Dear Greg, I quit. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> Frustrated in Seattle. Oh, well, frustrated in Seattle. Thank you for $2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can contact Caroline with any questions through at Verdant North on Twitter. Uh, chat with Dan Hudson and talk about his hops on Twitter at Verdant Dan, if he's ever on there. And you can also find me on Twitter at Marlin underscore Rando. Special thanks to Brie Edison and Dewey Vu for making us look good with their graphic designs. Also, an extra special thanks to Corey Hartoon for his web mastery skills. Happy birthday, Corey! You're good at the web, Corey. And also, a big, extra big thank you to Minneapolis band Prozac Rat Yay. for letting us use their sweet, sweet tunes. Find them on Bandcamp and give them a solid listen. Thanks for listening, and always remember... It's okay, it's okay to kill plants. To kill the plants. It's how you learn.